I'm tired, bitch. Black Aristocrats Podcast. Feeling real groovy on this episode. Chill, laid back. But you're gonna still get full off this informative gumbo, though. These are the sounds of emotional oranges. Good to me. Brother Mark, dog. Travis, what up, boy? for listening thank y'all for subscribing we down we got another one down in the books man black aristocrats podcast we in here um i'm feeling real i ain't gonna say loose but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm feeling real real comfortable real chill right now you know what i'm saying if i could set the mood if i could set the tone for y'all the ac probably on about 71 i'm snuggled up you feel me AC on 71, I got a cutoff on, you hear me, in the comfortablest basketball shorts, you feel me, with a with a highlight, you feel me, Cigar City, you know, IPA, cracked me one of those bad boys open, we had a, um, we had a, uh, you know, a little birthday party to go to, Captain, happy birthday, Cap, again, you know what I'm saying, thank y'all for, for, um, hosting us again, and, uh, you know, as always, we had a good time. You feel me? And um, it's always good to meet um, to meet good people, man, with with positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, one up, man, everybody. Buh, buh, buh. Give it up, man, for my little man, Captain, man. You heard me? Happy birthday, little man, again. You know what I'm saying? He made the big three. He made the big three. You feel me? I was finna say Tressie on some dumb shit. Excuse my language. Knowing damn well. <laughs> I'm trying to make the little baby grow up way faster than the goddamn they grown up already. I was about to say Tressy. Ain't no damn well stress. You know what I'm saying? Uno, dos, tres. You hear me? Yeah, man, you made the big one. You feel me? The big three. He the three god now. You did? <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, we did that and then came back and, and chilled. But for some reason, for some reason... For some reason, my episode wasn't uploading. I'm giving y'all this live, you feel me? Because I had an episode ready to go, and then it wasn't like uploading for some strange reason. I tried everything. I reset my modem. I did everything I could think of to get that bad boy working, but um, I couldn't get it working for some reason. So, um, of course, I had me. it had me cracking my head. It had me uh, restarting everything. It had me mad. It had me about to shut it down. Like, man, I ain't even finna goddamn put no episode out this week, man. You know what I'm saying? But I woke up that morning. I woke up that morning and I was like, damn. First thing was on my mind was like, bruh, probably that shit wasn't uploading because, you know what I'm saying, the universe was telling you they wasn't ready for that one yet. You feel me? So I took it as that and I was like, bet. I jumped right back in this mud. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm I'm getting so comfortable with this man. Like the good part about it, bro. Like on some real, real, real spill. The good part about it is like I get so comfortable with this. It's like I'm really in the boot all over again. You know what I'm saying? And and uh <laughs> I call myself when I say really in the boot all over again, because y'all, I call myself used to rap. 
you feel me, some years back. So, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, um, yeah, so, like, I feel like I be in the boot again. So, boy, when I come up in this thing, boy, like, for real, for real, like, I... I dim the lights, I get in my zone. JB will tell you, I get I have my music playing, I get in my zone. I be like Jigger, turn the you feel me? Turn the lights down. And I, I get in my zone. I'm talking about off the dome. Like I don't need no pen, no paper. You know what I'm saying? Unless I'm sending the itinerary to the guests that come on the show. But like all that stuff in the beginning, like the intros and all that, I just be coming up with that off the dome, off the fly. You know what I'm saying? So like whatever, just go with it, it just go with it. And I don't be thinking about it like, man, should I keep it or none of that? Nah. I just keep it rolling, and you know, he be turning out all right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool with all right because I'm just warming up. Like I said, I'm cool with all right for right now. But like I said too, I'm getting comfortable with this, y'all. So whoever the competitors is, you feel me? Y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble. You feel me? I'm finna be the Wayne of this goddamn podcast shit, man. Feed me podcasters. You feel me? Feed me podcasters. You feel me? And uh, in the same breath, I'ma say this too. Like, uh, my baby, she was like, uh, "Damn!" Uh, I said, "I'm about to, uh, you know, go do the little podcast, babe." And she was like, "Oh, you got somebody coming over?" I was like, "Nah." She was like, "Oh, you not?" I'm like, "Nah, ain't nobody coming over. This all me right here. I got to let the people know, like, hey, it ain't no black aristocrats without the black aristocrat. You feel me? So, um, with that being said, um, you know, I I, I got to stand alone on this one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cam, boy, he can't wait for his little cue. You know, I got Cam on the, uh, you know, as a little guest today. And uh, he can't, he, he eager, y'all. He can't wait for his little cue. I know y'all heard him in the background talk about some that. Like he in the dressing room, y'all. <laughs> he having dressing room issues. You know what I'm saying? We don't edit that right there, man, because that's real life. That's real life. So, you know what I'm saying? Like a couple episodes, you might hear Cam in the background or you might hear whatever, but if it's, if it's, you know, um, a piece of my life, man. I'm not editing none of that. Like, y'all can hear it. Hear it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but he in the dressing room, y'all. He waiting for his little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he waiting for his little part on the show. You dig? But, yeah, back to the story before Cam interrupted us. I told my I told my girl, I was like, baby, look. Yeah, I got to let the people know, man. It's all me. Like, I got to hold my own. You feel me? So I don't need no guests to hold my show. I got to hold my own down. That's what the people really gravitate to, to me. And then I go ahead and, you heard me, throw throw whoever on and y'all cook with me and we deliver this informative gumbo. You feel me? So, um, but on today's show, I ain't going to keep y'all. You know, we got a little bit of cam, you know what I'm saying? Because he's a Toy Story fanatic and he made me one. And I got to appreciate it, you know, even more that he gravitated to it, you know what I'm saying? So he was always a Toy Story fan, but he 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 really locked in on it to where like he just Toy Story crazy, crazy, crazy. And I'm and that's good with me because like he eight years old. So like I was like, man, I can't wait till this goddamn Paw Patrol shit be over with. I can't wait, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm looking at the Paw Patrol shits that I'm buying him. Cause he was crazy for that for a moment, and I'm looking at the ages and all that, you know. And I'm like, man, man, I can't wait till he get off this little Paw Patrol shit. So he got off this Paw Patrol shit, and then he locked in to uh to the to the little Toy Story joint. But it's crazy. It's crazy because he he started with Kung Fu Panda, and then he went from Kung Fu Panda to, to Paw Patrol, and then I guess because you know he got a dog, and you know what I'm saying he be I don't know. I guess that's why he gravitated to Paw Patrol, but. Um, damn, cuz I want you to act like a act like a rider at least. Don't act like the dogs. <laughs> Can't running around uh barking like the dogs and, and on you know what I'm saying? Running around like a little dog. He like it's cute, but damn dog, be a rider. Control the dogs. You feel me? Like when daddy control Duke. Like you how you control Duke, you gotta control the dogs. Don't be the dog, Cam be rider. <laughs> but <laughs> I think he over this Paw Patrol phase, and but he on Toy Story heavy, so heavy that the man got, he got about nine Woodies, and I ain't talking about the little plush Woodies. He got nine Woodies, the pull string Woodies. You feel me? One of them that took a, a dive in the tub. He want to take it in the tub when we not looking. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, soft hard dad. I'ma spoil him. I went ahead and got him another one, and then Duke bit the finger off of that mud. 
strangely to where like one of Woody's hands is kind of sticking the bird. And like when he be at therapy, he be like, you know, they be like, bye Cam. And he be like waving of Woody by with that, with that, with the hand that's sticking the bird out. And it'd be so funny. And it took us a while to catch on to it because he got so many of them, y'all. I never really pay attention to it. I never really pay attention to like, oh, this is another Woody. This is about Woody number nine. So whatever he come out the room with, then I know that's Woody. And you feel me? I don't pay attention to him. So it took a while for us to notice that that goddamn Woody was sticking the bird. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know if Cam did it. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> Duke might have been in on it because he bite every goddamn toy. And then I'm like, hold on, that's a little too uh, mischievous right there, man, or whatever the word is. I, I think Anna might got something to do with that too. You know what I'm saying? But Anna ain't know nothing about it either. And I'm like, well, damn. You feel me? I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't giving Cam the goddamn credit that he deserved. You feel me? Shit. Boy, look. So we still trying to figure out this why Woody sticking the bird finger out. You feel me? I don't know if somebody did that at school because he take it to school too. So I don't know, y'all. I can't give him that charge all the way yet, but it's leading. It's leading in his direction. You feel me? With his little sour patch ad. But um, long story short, y'all, um, Cam attention span is very, very short. Um, but, you know, he got in on this little Toy Story review. You know, we went and watched Toy Story and um, – Took him to see it or whatever, and you know he took his little pictures and he enjoyed the experience. And uh, I got him on the podcast to just give a little quick review about it. You know he he don't really go into detail. <laughs> He's straightforward like pops. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, y'all, I got I, I got a little Cam on the show, man, uh, to come tell y'all what's up with, with with everything, man, and see and see how it's going. You dig? So. <laughs> All right, Cam. You ready? Huh? Toy Story? Yeah. It was a pretty good movie? Yeah. Hey, Cam liked Toy Story, y'all, so um, would you watch it again? Yeah. Hey, you say he'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, are you going to get your friends to watch it? Yeah. He's going to get his friends to watch it. You yeah. You feel me? So, yeah. Yeah. Everything is yeah. Welcome. So yeah, yo, that was Cam. That was Cam. Of course, you know I had to edit it. You know what I'm saying? Cause he, he, he got the mic in one hand. He trying to touch the computer and mess on the computer. He trying to look at the camera too at the same time. Like it's like he got his body, uh, the mic, and his head all in different directions, and he's still trying to smile. <laughs> like it's 13 different angles of cameras in here. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then he want to touch the board. I don't know how many of I'm tired, bitch. I don't know how many of Big Live sound cues he gave off. But yeah, it was a mess. So you know, LeCam got in on this from the little bit, man. Just to tell y'all that you should take your kid go watch Toy Story. He's gonna recommend it to all his friends. So anybody at Toy Story that's real close in the marketing department, we need our cut. You feel me? We need our cut. You feel me? And just, you know, put it to little Cam's college fund or his little dependent work fund. You feel me? However y'all want to do it. You feel me? But, yeah, we need to put that on the side for little Cam. Get it. But, um, yeah, man, um, on another note, um, a, a very surprising uh, news article that, that I stumbled across was very interesting, y'all, and I thought I should share that with y'all. And uh, this came from Conspiracy P. Now this is you feel me? This ain't this ain't your regular host talking. Now when he, when we talk about this topic, this Conspiracy P. You know, Conspiracy P. Like to go deep. I like I like to dive deep into the into 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 a lot of stuff and and get the brain thinking. You know what I'm saying? And I came across this and I was like, hmm, that is crazy when you really really think about it, fellas. And when I say it's crazy, I'm gonna share the story with y'all. Well, ladies and gentlemen, black aristocrats, um, it was a vessel, right? It was a vessel that they deliver goods or whatever, and it's a big-time vessel because it plays a major part in how the goods get transported from other countries to, to the United States. For example, 
when you look at some of your electronics and when you look at some of your everyday things that you use, it's going to say made in China or it might say made in Taiwan or it might say wherever it came from. Just know it had to get imported here. And I mean, I'm sure everybody know that. But anyway, so one of these, um, one of these vessels is carrying goods was stopped by uh by the feds and they got busted. They got busted for carrying like uh I don't know how much to be exact, but it was in the billions worth of um of cargo, of drugs to be exact. Of drugs to be exact. So I say that to say this. They making it a surprise and they blowing it up like, yeah, this is the biggest in history and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. They blown this up to be the biggest in history, but at the same time, who on God's green earth is sitting back thinking like me, like, hmm, if they let that go, uh, if they caught this, just imagine what else, what they let slide by before that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what else did they let slide by before that? And not to only say that, but J.P. Morgan and Chase is so big, in the stock market and all this and that. Y'all be surprised when y'all start really looking up these companies, man, and see what else they be involved in at the end of the day and, like, who they support and all that extra stuff. And and, and little old people like us, that's we don't even think about that on a regular day basis. Like, you know, you may think of that like, oh, J.P. Morgan and Chase. Some people may bank with Chase. Some people may work for Chase. Like, we don't think about none of that whenever we, we in situations like that because we're using it for a service. And we need that service. And that service is reliable for us. And also that service is right there for us. So it makes it more easy and more uh, acceptable for us to just use these things or use these businesses without even thinking about it. I'm not going to go off on a tangent and say, hey, we need to start banking black like the rappers are doing, which is a good idea. And we, we do need to start supporting more black businesses. But at the same time, I'm not even going to get that deep with you because at the end of the day, you do what you want. You a grown-ass individual. But I'm just going to ask y'all and plead with y'all to please do your research about who you got holding your money for you or who you got, you know, playing a big part in your life as far as when it comes to finances and all that other stuff, all your life necessities. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you got in your little circle and you that's a life necessity. Like, think about the CEOs or go even deeper and see, like, damn, who are these people doing businesses? Who who are these people doing business with? And who are these people like supporting and advocating for? Because you'll be surprised and that'll really make you want to take your money and ideas elsewhere. That's how I feel. You know, that's you know, that's how I be feeling like, you know, and when I read this, I was like, damn. Ah. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna go off on the tangent and say, hey. JP Morgan, y'all supporting uh this and that, this and that, blah, 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 man. Y'all just as bad as us. Y'all part of the black market too. No, because at the end of the day, you can't control everybody. You could be the CEO, you could be the boss, you could be the manager, you could be in control of whatever you in control of. And at the end of the day, as long as you got, I say, five or more individuals. I think three you can control. You you can keep your hands on it a little bit. You some somebody out them three going to still wander and do whatever the hell they want to do, but I feel like five oh man it, it's impossible. It's impossible. So if you got five or more people under you that you running and in control of, bro, it's hard as a mud to 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 make sure that they representing you properly. You know what I'm saying? Is I got I got a lot of landscaping buddies, man. They got their own business and their business doing great. But the first thing they'll tell you, I'm sure, like boy, listen, the hardest goddamn thing to me, boy, is whew, dealing with these employees, boy, because you just never know what you'll get. You feel me? And and I'm not talking about nobody because I was once that I was once that individual. You feel me? You got the individual that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna goddamn oh shit. I call them the. Uh, I call him the uh I call him the paycheck to paycheck guy. You feel me? Paycheck to paycheck guy is not he it's not that he necessarily living from paycheck to paycheck, but that's the only thing that motivates him. So if if that nigga getting paid on a bi weekly basis, or if she getting paid on a bi weekly basis, on a bi weekly basis, then guess what? They gonna come in <laughs> 
They gonna come in, look, on that week that they getting paid, oh man, everything is 10-10, boy. Look, they, hell yeah, I'm trying to get this week to go by. They get that little check, they good. That Monday come around, they good. That Tuesday and Wednesday, ah, it's gonna be iffy, boy. You're gonna be dragging them through the day. Here come the problems. The problems gonna come out of nowhere. When I say the problem, we all got problems, but I'm just saying, you ain't never heard about these before. And now they coming out the blue, like, oh, sh man, sh my baby mama talking about her goddamn turtle sick. Shit. Shit, man, shit. I ain't finna stay at home and watch that motherfucking turtle. She, she talking about, I gotta watch my, my daughter. I gotta watch my daughter today, man. I can't work long. Damn, you, get, you can't work long, dog? Hell, no, nah, I can't. Damn. So you feel me? <laughs> That's them kind of. You feel me? They just trying to get by, man, get this goddamn week over with so they can get back into that payday week where, you feel me? And they good. Then you got the Uncle Tom. You got the Uncle Tom. The Uncle Tom is the shit. Hey, man, shit, yeah, yeah, man. They can kiss my ass, man. I ain't, boy, look, you think I'm finna make? Soon as they come by, hey, Mr. Anderson, how you doing today? Yeah, I was just telling the guys, man, we got to get this warehouse clean. Shit, we got to get this warehouse clean. Boy, I'm tired of looking at this shit, boy. And then when he get in the office with him, but Mr. Anderson, I'm just saying, though, we can really make this work. Just put me as the captain of this. I got this. All them boys, listen to me. You Uncle Tom and too much, man. Like, goddamn, like, you feel me? And, and, and they, they, didn't, they didn't had you brainwashed so much to where, like, you really feeling like you really got an Uncle Tom, and that's the only way that it's going to change your life situation as far as you just solely thinking about, yeah, well, shit, I'm trying to get this raise. I got bills to pay, but you don't got an Uncle Tom your way to it because at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about us at the end of the day. When I say they don't give a fuck about us, listen, bruh, I'm going to go off on a tangent on this one because this is deep to me. You feel me? Like, when I say they don't give a fuck about you, they make you bust your ass for them. You bust your motherfucking ass for them day in, day out. Back-breaking work. Hey, man, you should get insurance, man. It's one of the best insurance around. Blue Cross, Blue Shield, whatever the hell they got. It's the best, though. Like, ask around. You really should get on it. Hey, man, it protects you. If you get hurt on the job, this is a hard job. You get hurt on the job. Hey, you're going to get guaranteed doctor care. You might have to pay that high ass deductible that you just got to read the paperwork to find out what it is. But, hey, man, it's, you're going to be taken care of. So little old lawyer workers going to sit back and be like, hey, shit, shit, boy, you know how them goddamn doctor bills is? Boy, I, shit, I still got one I ain't paid off yet. Hell yeah, I'm going to get this insurance. Whapping the hell out of you on your check. So now you really feeling it and you not seeing it, but you still busting your ass working hard. You feel me? Now, you get hurt. Damn, now you hurt. Damn, I'm hurt. Boy, look, they going to look at you like you crazy at first. Damn, this nigga hurt. Oh, I'm talking about everybody get quiet. Unless you goddamn physical. I'm talking about like visibly like, nigga, you got a limb hanging. Or they see blood. <laughs> or you, you become blind like you can't move or some shit like that. They got to, if they don't see that. Oh, my Lord, you better go ahead with, with, with whatever that's internally going on. That's really, really going on. You feel me? Them people going to play with you, man. Them people going to play with you so much, and that's what they use the insurance companies for, and that's even deeper. That's on another episode when I get the right people up here, and we going to talk about it. You feel me? But they play you. They play you with that little game, dog, that little insurance game. Make sure that you good, now you vested into the company. You helping their numbers and their rates go down. The more employees they get to sign up for the insurance, it's a, it's a whole big piece of bullshit. You feel me? And um, I say that to say this, like, they don't give a fuck about you, Mr. Uncle Tom, so you can stop Uncle Toming. If you're not going to accept me for me and understand that, hey, we get busy, I know I'm going to get results from this guy. He's a great employee. And I feel like he can take my business, you feel me, where I'm trying to go. He can help me take my business where I'm trying to go. That's all you should worry about at the end of the day. Me having dreads or me uh, 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 um, talking a certain way shouldn't affect nothing about the performance that I do on the job. You feel me? And I say that to say this. I'm just going through experimental shit that I really see in life, bro. Like, they don't really fuck with us like they say they fuck with us, bro. I don't even care about that. Oh, you had a white friend, and I mean, you, your best friend. My best friend in high school was black. Well, nigga, how long you been out of high school? 17 years, but that doesn't matter. 
Hey, it does matter. <laughs> it does matter because you was in that environment. And just because you was in that environment, you felt like you had to befriend, you feel me, uh, 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 Demetrius, you feel me, so you can, you know, make it make it through that neighborhood or make it through that little sharp part of your life. But once you got out of that high school and you got your little diploma that your parents had set up for you through a college fund or whatever the hell, through that generational wealth shit, you feel me, then once you get in that environment, oh, it's, it's fuck us. You ain't never talked to Demetrius again. You ain't even going to look out for Demetrius again. You been back to that neighborhood. Demetrius' mama stayed next door. You ain't even asked how Demetrius was doing, my G. You feel me? So don't sit here and come tell me this. You had your best friend in high school was black. You feel me? If I can't talk to Demetrius off a cell phone or a text right now and say, yeah, I still fuck with homie. Bro, don't give me that bullshit, bro. Don't give me that bullshit. You feel me? So... I felt a certain way, and that felt me to just get the fire started. Like, it's a long process. You got to jump out on the limb. You got to take risks. You're going to fall on your ass. You're going to go through it. I'm going through all that right now, y'all, and I ain't ashamed to say it. But, but at the end of the day, I got this in the back of my head. If I'm going to bust my motherfucking ass, blood, sweat, and motherfucking tears, it ain't going to be for nobody else. It's going to be for me and my motherfucking family. You feel me? So... Why I turn this job down? Why I turn that job down? Because God said that shit wasn't right for you, young king. Do your shit. Stand firm on what you believe in. And I'm going to do it my way, dog. You feel me? I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to accept everything that come with doing my way. That's what you're supposed to do. You feel me? You an adult. Accept your responsibilities and move through with your shit. You feel me? And that's what I'm going to do. So... You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm sorry I just went everywhere just now, y'all, but I'm that's just how I'm feeling right now, and I got to give it to y'all, you feel me? Because that's just me. So, um, and everything I talked about, I probably gave y'all bits and pieces of it, but I gave y'all bits and pieces of it for a reason because, like, I got an episode talking about all that, and we breaking it down with with professionals that's in that field, and you know what I'm saying? We getting points of views from everybody, so, you know, um... Sometimes they, they, you know, they they gave me a broader, a broader range of thinking about it, or a, a better way of seeing it, or, or, or let me say, a, let me say, a better point of view of seeing some of the stuff. But uh, a lot of the shit, man, you know, it was just basically like, yeah, man, you you know, I'm not knocking you for feeling how you feel, but this is how I feel, and I'm not the only person that feel like that. At the end of the day, and it ain't it ain't to push no narrative, it ain't to go against nobody. But it's just to say, hey, man, listen, I just want a fair shot like everybody else. I can't even see the next man no more. I don't even want to goddamn, I hate using that term. Shit, I just want to get mine like the next man. Or I want to, I just want a fair shot like the next man. No, bro, because the next man on the side of you is just like me. You feel me? The next man on the side of me is just like me. And you not giving him a chance. You feel me? You not giving us a fair chance. So once again, I say I don't. I ain't even saying that no more. Like I want, I want my shot like the next man. No, bro, I don't want my shot like the next man. You feel me? I'm gonna say that man, that man over there that you already got hired, that ain't got no experience. I got experience. You feel me? But you play poker with his dad on Sundays. So his dad said his no good ass son needed a goddamn job, <laughs> which he really don't. But um. Yeah, man, so it knocked me out of place. You feel me? But, you know, like I said, it's all good. We going to grind. It's a lot of people with the same story. Uh, uh, keep your head up. You know what I'm saying? This is not this is not necessarily my story, but it's what we go through and what we see. And it's a, a lot of the discussions I've been having lately, you know what I'm saying, with a lot of people, man. And um, shouts out to all my entrepreneurs out there that's getting it. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to everybody that's thinking about taking a risk on whatever opportunity that came across their table. Shouts out to everybody that's just that just underway with their plan, man, and they just waiting on that bitch to pop. Shouts out to all y'all, man. And if I could if I could be sparky and if I could spark any of that, man, and give y'all a little bit more motivation by y'all hearing this. Man, let me do that, man. Let me put gas in all y'all, man, and, and push the pedal. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Just just do me a favor and make sure your intentions is pure, man. Make sure you're not doing it to shit on the next man because that goes back to the crab in the bucket mentality. 
Don't let, man, I can't wait to get my shit so I can shit on these niggas, man. You feel me? Nah, man, because you blocking your blessings like that, because that's letting God know your intentions ain't good. Oh, man, I, I want to bless. I feel like he's saying that I want to bless him, but I'm blessing him for the wrong reasons. And, oh, boy, I, I feel like that a lot. Oh, I feel like that a lot. I still be feeling like that sometimes. Hell, I ain't perfect. I ain't perfect. The slightest shit will piss me off because I let a lot of shit slide, y'all. I let a lot of shit slide, y'all. I'm talking about a lot of shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I, when, I, when I get to thinking about it in retrospective, I be like, mm, I shouldn't have let that slide. Ooh, I know they probably looking at me like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, so, so I, I battle those demons a lot, y'all. I battle those demons a lot. So, like, I'm not perfect, but at the same time, it's like, damn, you know, it's one of them things where it is what it is, I guess. It is what it is. But um, I got personal, man, because... Shit, I was talking about the JP and the JP and Morgan Vessel and all that, but that shit went somewhere else, man. And I like it. You feel me? I like the energy I just gave y'all because you feel me. I was spe- I was talking with Fire because I really mean that, and and that's the stuff that we really really go through, man. And we just got to keep our head on a swivel, keep your head on a swivel, move right, and stay focused. I promise y'all, Kings, y'all could do some great shit, whatever y'all doing. Whatever y'all doing, man. Whatever y'all doing, man. Knock on wood, man. Let's let's do it, man. My black aristocrat people, man. You know I ain't gonna keep y'all, but I do got some more bowls for y'all if y'all ain't full. You heard me? Eat up, eat up. <laughs> let's go. You feel me? Eat up. They ain't here, Big Lid. Hold on. What you say, Big Lid? I'm tired, bitch. Eat up, man. Let's go. You feel me? Oh, y'all not hungry enough? Well, y'all could like just smoke a ball and then we'll burn. Smoke a ball and then we'll burn. Oh, let's smoke a ball. Hey, man, however you feel chose to, man, get you the munchies and come on back in and get you some more of this informative gumbo, man. Black aristocrat way, though. You dig? And, um, but yeah, man, you know, just, just, just check that out, man. This is a vessel. JP Morgan and Chase owns. It got hit with a bunch of cocaine on that motherfucker. So it just is, you know, I just chose to say, like, damn, look who these people was getting down with. Like, everybody getting a piece of the pie, huh? But at the same time, too, they could be like, have some type of system down where, okay, after the ship get through the the the, 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 the check, shit, we can meet in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and ain't nowhere, and just throw them bitches on. You heard me? And they throw them bitches on in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and by the time they get to port, shit, man, all they got to do is off, you know what I'm saying? Unload. They already got their little grit. Hey, this it's been checked already on the other end, so they good. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, nigga, they got them, them bricks on there. Colombian, Yaina, that nose candy, <laughs> all that, that Pablo, you heard me, that Yucatan, like Gates, hey, come on the Yucatan, love, bitch, you play with, come down there and tear that up, <laughs> they come off the Yucatan, love, that shit, all that shit, love, you feel me, that raw, you heard me, that, that probably that 97%, Lord Jesus, you can cut that bitch 90 times. And still eat. Ah, allegedly. I don't know what y'all talking about. You heard me? That was uh, conspiracy. Pete talking just now, y'all, boy. Give me, give me my mic back, my G. <laughs> but yeah, I just, you know, I just called, you know, y'all just, you know, just keep y'all head on the swivel, man. Do y'all research who y'all fucking with, man, when it comes down to y'all banks and all that. You feel me? I'm, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm with Bank of America right now. I just started doing research on these shits. I seen how Bank of America was fucking with these people in the 90s with these, uh, with these homes and all that shit, as far as like the with the, with the foreclosures and all that shit, look it up. You know what I'm saying? But so you know, <laughs> I had to fall back on Bank of America. You heard me? I got little as possible in that motherfucker now. You heard me? They begging me. You're approved. How I'm approved? I ain't putting nothing in. Stop sending me this mail. You're pre-approved already. I'm pre-approved, huh? Oh shit! You're pre-approved, Joseph. And then they send you a fake check, <laughs> nigga. I remember one day, boy. Ooh, I was waiting for payday, boy. I was like, shit. I seen that motherfucking check in the mail, nigga. I started dancing a little bit. <laughs> My palms started sweating. I was like, nigga, it's a check. And I started peeking in that bitch like it was a real check. Like <laughs> when I seen 20, I seen 20, then I took another little peek and I seen the TH 20. Man, I ain't got no fucking check in the mail for 20,000. That them people go playing again with that bullshit. <laughs> Stop playing with me, man. God damn, people. I'm tired, bitch. Don't send me that shit. I'm not pre-approved for nothing. I'm not doing nothing. Leave me alone, Bank of America. 
But yeah, I'm doing my research too, y'all. So I'm trying to find me. I feel like you're never gonna find nobody with a clean slate, but you gotta find out. You gotta find you one that's gonna work for you as far as what you're trying to do in life. Bank of America might work for you at the moment, but you know what I'm saying? Have you a goddamn evacuation route like the goddamn hurricanes? And when you riding on I 10 or whatever major highway it is, you see them goddamn evacuation route signs. You better take heed of that too when it comes to your finances, man, and have you an evacuation route to maneuver through a lot of the shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, it it's never too early, it's never too late to start. You feel me? Shit, I woke up with damn near $2 in my goddamn bank account. I was like, shit, it's time to goddamn change. Well, goddamn, I need to get some financial literacy. You feel me? Joe, Joseph, what is you doing? You better cut that little boy shit out. You feel me? You, what are you doing to secure your future? You got to secure your future, people. And I can't stress that enough. You know what I'm saying? From wills to everything. It's, it's, it's a tough conversation to have. Some people not ready to have those conversations, but dog, it's conversations that must be had in like every household. And I feel like it's good to 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 start, you know, sparking that conversation with your kids too, just little by little, piece by piece. Because at the end of the day, they the ones that's gonna carry on the legacy. And they they the ones that's gonna be looking after our asses when we barely could walk and we pissing and shitting on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So we might as well give them all that game. All that game and um have them prepared, man. That way it's not a burden. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times too, our parents, you know, they fall sick or something unexpectedly happen and they don't have nothing in place and it puts a stress and a burden, you know what I'm saying, on the siblings to to come together or if it's one child or two child, whoever, for that child to come together and stop what they doing, you know what I'm saying, and uh, you know, and just get and and, and help out. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of I see a lot of situations like that too. You know, and um that's one of the main reasons why, you know, you gotta push that too. You know, you gotta push that man and um it'll work out better in the long run for everybody and the family, you know. So um start having them conversations with your kids, man, about a will, about about insurance, about if something happened, emergencies, you know, all that. All that, man, and, you know, they're going to be bored about it, and they ain't going to want to hear it. Dad, Mom, you're talking about that? I don't want to hear that. All right, you don't want to hear it? Well, look, I got to touch you the only way I know how to touch you, motherfucking teenagers. Send them a text message and just text the shit out of them and put it in their notes. You know, my, my stepdaughter got an iPhone, and I got an iPhone, so I'm sorry, my daughter. She got an iPhone, and... uh. So I can send notes, sticky pads, Bluetooth. I can send all kind of crazy shit. That's not a text message to her phone, just wirelessly. You know what I'm saying? And she be like, damn, Joe, you sending me? Yeah. Hey, I was going to go do the dishes, but I was watching my show. Nah, man, go do your chores first, man. Then you can watch the show. If you want to watch it that bad, record it. That's not how life works. You can't tell your, uh, <laughs> you can't tell your job, hey, man, I'm, I'll be to work in a little bit. I'm finna go ahead and watch this little movie, and then I'll be in whenever this little movie over with. Y'all not busy, huh? If y'all not busy, then I'll be in. If y'all busy, then I come in like halfway through the movie. But uh, I, you can't tell your job that. Come on, man. Let's let's learn this shit early, and Get up and get you. You feel me? You're not going to work for nothing. I'm not going to make you do your chore, even though you should. When I grew up, y'all, and I'm sure everybody that grew up with me, you feel me? That was in the surrounding neighborhoods and older, whatever. They can attest to this as well. I'm sure them too. When I grew up, you ain't got paid for chores. That was something you better learn how to do and do it good. Because if not, my mama is making you do it over again. You feel me? And I used to be slick. My sister used to be the slickest though. You feel me? But boy, we used to be slick. Like, boy, I don't feel like cleaning up. Boy, we used to dust around shit. You know what I'm saying? Look, house be looking spick and span, boy. And you know you didn't that you did a good job being slick. You know you you know you down bad when you feel good for, for for when you feel good for taking the cheat way out. When you feel good about it. Like we sitting back looking back like, shit, damn, the house clean, it's smelling good. Hell yeah, we did a good job. And then we finished way early. We got two whole hours to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, we man, it's lying, y'all. We chilling. Hey. Boy, look, I clean the shit. Man, you seen how I finesse that shit? Boy, as soon as mama walk in the door, 
<laughs> it ain't no smile on the face. It ain't nothing. She goes straight to it. The cheat spots, huh? All she got to do is lift that lamp up, huh? Lift that lamp up. Bunch of dust bunnies. <laughs> lift that Bible up. It's a bunch of dust under that motherfucker. Lift that vase up. It's a bunch of dust under that motherfucker. Slide that sofa a little bit. Nigga, all the trash under that bitch. What? Oh, my Lord. Tornado. Do that bitch over. Now you're going to do it my way now. You heard me? Now it's extra, extra clean. You feel me? We didn't did a deep clean. Now it's a super deep clean because we half-assed it. And then we had to turn around and super do it. Shit that we already did that we know clean. You feel me? So that shit got extra clean. You feel me? My mama sitting back like, I got the last laugh. Now now my motherfucking house spick and span. You heard me? That bitch ain't just clean. Now that bitch spick and span because y'all want to play with me. You feel me? Y'all want to play with me, huh? And that's how I be getting Anna. And I be laughing because I be like, damn. Yo, it, it it really is a cycle because that's the same shit our parents used to tell us. Shit, I didn't. You, you ain't slick. I didn't. I didn't did that before. What you didn't did or what you trying to do, I didn't did it before. And it 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 be feeling like straight deja vu when I be telling this shit. You know what I'm saying to Anna. I just be like, damn, that's crazy, crazy, crazy. Cause she be thinking she can pull one boy cam too. They be thinking they can pull one, and you be like, what? Man, that's the man. Listen, that's so easy. You so green, you so lame. Man, what you doing, man? It, this this easy ass shit. Come on, man. For real, for real. Seriously. So you so you gonna hit me with the I don't feel good all of a sudden. <laughs> Nine o'clock at night, right when you about to go to bed, huh? <laughs> like I don't know, you got a test tomorrow, huh? <laughs> huh? You was hanging out. You was fine. You were fine. I slowly seeing you start to dwindle down. Soon as eight o'clock came. Eight o'clock came, now you want to come snuggle up under us. Huh? Eight thirty come, all of a sudden now you pouting. Uh-oh. Eight fifty come around. We're not paying attention now. So now you like really like you curled up in the fetal position now. You making it uncomfortable for everybody to lay in the bed now. You in the fetal position. You know what I'm saying? You you everywhere. Like, man, why you laying like that all stupid? You want us to ask that. Why you laying like that all stupid? You feel me? <laughs> Like, but nah, see, we hip, you feel me? So we ain't saying nothing. Oh, Lord, 9 o'clock come, now nah, shit. They're not paying attention to me? Oh, shit. Now you hear you go moaning. Mm, stop, Cam. Mm, stop, Cam. I don't feel good. Uh-oh, what? You don't feel good? What's wrong with you? Ah, blah, 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 whatever the excuse is. Oh, okay. You're right. But you're going to school, though. And you're going to flunk your test because you should have studied for it. Nah, we ain't falling for that. You know what I'm saying? Then when you try to be too slick, when you putting on a show where you deserve an Oscar or a Grammy, whatever you want, whichever one you deserve, <laughs> when you putting on a motherfucking Hollywood performance, I hit you with the trump card. All right, put your shoes on. Let's go. We going to the ER. What? The ER? I ain't, I ain't mother. Oh, you, so, so ain't nothing wrong with you then. I'm tired, bitch. Take your motherfucking ass to school, goddammit, and let me chill before I go to work. Playing with me, man. <laughs> That's how you get them, man. Listen, you ask them if they want to go to that doctor. And then you got some tough asses. Me, I was that person, y'all. I was that person. Shit, I'm going to go all the way. Mama like, what, you want to go to the doctor? Hey, let's go. If that's going to take me getting out of school, hey, let's go to the doctor. <laughs> Because I was one step ahead, y'all. I know I could get a doctor's excuse if I go to the doctor. And at the end of the day, the, the, look, I can't listen. I'm, I don't think kids listen to my podcast, so uh, they can't use these secrets. But uh, I don't want to be giving away too much game. But shit, yeah, man, you're you going to get that doctor's excuse when you go to the doctor. And you know the doctor, they ain't really got time. The family, especially the family doctor. The family doctor ain't really got time. To be putting you on no goddamn machine and running all these tests, running your mama and them insurance uh, bill up, or if they ain't got insurance like my people them didn't have, they ain't, they know they ain't paying this high ass bill, so they ain't finna do that shit. They finna hit you with the little stupid ass light in your eyes and in your ears, make you feel like they doing something. They finna check your heartbeat, see if they hear anything irregular. Oh, uh, well, it just sounds like uh, just a little, just a little flu thing they got going around. I'm gonna give them some little shit. Some bullshit shit that you could have bought at the store. You heard me? Send him home. You know, send him home. Send me home. You heard me? Now I'm chilling. 
I know I'm chilling, and now that I got that doctor's excuse, I might even lap another day. Ah, mom, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it today either, mom. Like, I'm still like, <laughs> we could go back to the doctor, too. Hell no, nah, my mama ain't missing work. Boy, you out your goddamn mind? All right, stay your ass here now, but guess what? That's it. My nigga, you going go to you gonna go to school in the wheelchair. That two days, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm cool with them two days. I'm cool. You heard me? That's going too far. You heard me? I ain't gonna I ain't gonna mess it up, y'all. I'm, I'm cool with my little two days and so now I'm chilling. Got my doctor's excuse. I come, I'm eating chicken noodle soup. You heard me? I'm 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 you feel me? I'm messing around. I'm chilling, you dig? So yeah, I was I was that slick little dude, man. But yeah, man, we gonna we gonna we gonna also get more into me about about me, what I got going on too, y'all. As as the podcast go, I'm trying to let this fan base grow, man, and um and then let the let the subscribers and the listeners grow. You feel me? So we can go ahead to these people and let them know, hey, man, we ain't playing. You feel me? Slowly but surely, baby, we we moving now. The locomotive, the black aristocrat locomotive is moving, y'all, and it's moving to to the point to where. Like, I made it a point of mine. Like, I used to be like, oh, shit, let me check the analytics. Let me check the analytics. Oh, like every other day, y'all, every other day, y'all, I was logging into this. I was logging into that, logging into this, trying to check out the numbers, trying to check out the subscribers, trying to check out the subscribers, my bad, trying to check out all that, uh, how how long the average listener is listening, how long this. I was, man, heavy on the analytics. And then I was like, you know what? Just like I like my goddamn smoothies now. That shit high, y'all. I ain't gonna lie, this shit high, but just like I like my smoothies now, organic. I want this shit to grow organically. You dig? And um, I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna check that shit no more. I ain't gonna check it no more. And if I feel the need to wanna check it, oh, I, I just get like a mysterious uh email. You know what I'm saying? That's you feel me? Cause you know, you get like certain little I guess uh, what they want to call it, certain little small little, little little accomplishments that you get or whatever, like you get an email too, how my shit set up, you feel me, through my little, uh, you know, my marketing people, you heard me, so certain little milestones, you know what I'm saying, you get the email, and I wouldn't even, I don't even open the email, y'all, I just like look at the little, the little subject or whatever, and then I just keep on scrolling, or I just mark it and put it in my red folder, you know what I'm saying, but I made it a point, y'all, not to even look at the numbers. None of that. Don't, I don't care about the listeners. I don't care about the subscribers. I just want this shit to grow, and I want it to grow. Hey, you feel me? Let me know I'm doing something, or let me know that I'm giving y'all something to tune into by just letting them numbers grow organic. I don't care. I don't care if it's, you feel me? I don't care if it's two, three, because it started off with just two. I ain't going to lie. It started off with just two, and I was like, what? I could... <laughs> Shit, I could have just be talking in my house for this goddamn shit. Two, my, two people? Oh, my Lord Jesus Christ. You feel me? But um, I know what come with that, man, and I know how this shit go. So um, I feel like I'm built for this shit, man. And uh, like I said, this podcast is just the first step, man. I, 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 got, I got some stuff for y'all. But um, just keep on growing with me and keep on listening, man. The moral of, of, of that last story... <laughs> was just to stay on your goddamn grind. You feel me? And even if you wear your heart on your sleeve, when I was talking about, you know, why would I work blood, sweat, and tears for a company who don't give a fuck about me? I already do it for myself. I'm just trying to spark everybody else to, to be entrepreneurs. Like, I got a homeboy. He just got out of jail. Um, he, he, he stuck with the, you feel me, all they got is the streets mentality Ain't nobody trying to give a felon a chance and all this and that. I'm like, bro, forget, forget somebody giving you a chance. Um, create your chance. You've you been in the streets taking risks your whole goddamn life. Why you don't take a risk on this side? You feel me? You know? At least at least the risk ain't going to be as bad as what you're risking, you risking right now. You feel me? So, you know, man, man, get out of that mindset, man, and go ahead and take your risk. For example, like, you got all these, like, this nigga showed me, he got, like, bags and bags of, like, all kind of different patches and shit, and he was just talking about, you know, how he showed me a couple pieces of his shit that he was doing just for himself, just personal, and the shit was fly, y'all. Shit was real fly, and I'm like, see that, bro? That right there could probably spark. You know what I'm saying? Something lucrative for you. It may not be lucrative like you think, but you know what I'm saying? It's going to be lucrative lucrative enough to show you that you got other talents that you just not 
You know what I'm saying? You just putting on the back burner because you feel like trapping is your big talent because you made some money off of that shit. It's fast money, dog. Like, if you got it, you feel me? Anybody can make money off the shit. You feel me? It takes a certain individual to stay down and you feel me? But the basics of the shit, that's why it's so flooded with everybody trying to trap, trap, trap and do this, that and do this and that, do this and that. And it's fucking up the morals and the principles of that game. So... Um, if uh, the basics and the moral of that story was, bro, if you could do all that, bro, come on now, dog. Let's go ahead and, and, and do something for yourself and make it lucrative, bro. What you think Jay-Z or everybody else did? Oh, they made it with music, dude. It don't matter. They still took that chance, and they still took that risk, and they stayed down. The same principles and morals that you so say have in the streets, apply that to what you're doing. Apply that to a degree or apply that to a certification. Or apply that to just showing your significant other that you ain't living that life like that no more, man, and you trying to change. I feel like a motherfucker going to accept you for however you come if they see that you trying to change or you working towards it. Bro, if you keep a motherfucking job and you got them, you trying to stay out of trouble, but 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 at 12 o'clock midnight, you jump into the underworld and you just this live nigga, bro, her parents... It's gonna look at you the same goddamn way, like shit. This is respectable, brother. I, goddamn, I like him, boy. You, you need to go ahead and marry that fella. Hey, man, I don't care what the hell y'all say about that boy. That boy paid the bills. He taking care of my baby. He don't hit her. She happy. You heard me? And that nigga got a job. You heard me? And he got a job that I see him doing. The nigga a carpenter. That nigga got a job. Shit, leave, leave, leave my son. What's up, son-in-law? You smoking that shit, huh, boy? Come on, boy. Come hang out with you, goddamn fall in love, boy. Hey, well, what you drinking that goddamn Hennessy? Oh, shit, I drank some of that, boy. Get, where my bottle at? Nigga, you say you was going to give me one for my birthday, boy? Come on, son. Yeah, man, that's my son-in-law. Like, nigga, if you just, hey, man, just do something positive, bro. Do something positive, bro. That's just going to outshine what you did in your past. Eventually it will if you just keep watering it, keep watering it, keep watering it, and let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. Stay down with it, water it, let it grow, let it grow. That shit going to blossom and it's going to outshine the shit that you think people looking down on you for that you did in the past. You know what I'm saying? So, But you just got to, once again, you got to create that for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Stop allowing and depending people to, to create that for you. Um, my biggest problem with the prison system is, yeah, they make it harsh for you. It's harsh environments. You know, um, you hear people say this and that. But I feel like the biggest the biggest thing is I feel like it makes it makes niggas comfortable with going to jail because I didn't hear I didn't I didn't hear niggas say like like shit like shit fuck it man send me back to jail shit I ain't gotta pay no bills you hear me I ain't gotta pay no bill like I ain't gotta pay no bills none of that shit man send me back to shit it's easier in jail than dealing with this real world shit and I got to thinking and I'm like damn bro. Like, damn, for you to say that shit, like, first of all, I don't want no parts of jail, period. You heard me? Y'all can have that shit to the toughest of the toughest. You heard me? If that nigga say I can't hang around him because I ain't never been to jail. My nigga, I ain't losing no motherfucking sleep at night. Shit. You heard me? I don't I don't want no parts of that shit. You heard me? For real. Unless a nigga trick me into that bitch and you come fucking with my family. Then, bitch, you might as well get me a cot ready. You heard me? And that's on cookie. But... Um, other than that, man, y'all can have that shit, dog. But anyway, you know, I hear I hear motherfuckers say that shit, and I feel like, to a certain extent, you know, that's how jail make a nigga. You heard me? That's how jail make a nigga. And then all the harsh, the harsh environments and the poor living conditions that I hear, you know, you know, brothers talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, to a certain extent, I get it. I get it. Supposed to be like that to make you not want to come to that bitch, but at the same time. We all individuals and humans at the same time. And you treating everybody like that. What about these people that's got wrongfully convicted? You feel me? They got drugs planted on them or, or just the justice system just failed them. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, damn. So, once again, it's, oh, they all got to suffer. Fuck them all at the end of the day. You feel me? We don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, and once again, I'm just talking briefly about it because we're going to get some people on the show. You feel me? That's gonna, you know, that's gonna talk about it. And um, I got a Wharton with some balls, man. He said he gonna come on the podcast. Now I don't know how much shit he gonna talk, um, but um, you know, we'll see y'all. So stay tuned. You heard me? But um, we gonna talk more about that issue. 
You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, like I said, man, I got a 16-year-old nephew, and the world is happening. I mean, the world moves fast already, but I feel like it's it's moving super fast to him because he ain't really got he ain't really got nobody really 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 holding the steering wheel like talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to give him the game and and let him know, like, bro, listen, bro, you got a lot of different options and choices out there that you can take. Don't be blinded or be persuaded by something you feel like is going to better your situation at the moment when it's going to really hurt you long-term in the future. And I'm talking about the streets. You feel me? So I try to stay in his ear. I can't really put my hands on him because, you know, he's in Louisiana, but I try to talk to him, man, at least once or twice a week and uh, give him some little words of encouragement and just check his temperature and see how he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, if, if I feel like a lot of people should do that more often. Like, just call your relative or call whoever that you ain't talked to in a while, whether it was behind a dispute or whether it was behind some bullshit or whether it was just behind some misunderstanding or it was just behind y'all both just got busy with life. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't got to stay on the phone, you know, long. But at the same time, you know, holla at him. Hey, man, what's up, bro? I'm just checking on you. Or, hey, what's up, love? I'm just checking on you, seeing how you doing. Hope all is well. You know, stay on your grind. It's good to see you living and breathing and taking care of your own. You know what I'm saying? Hey, kudos. Holla at you later. You feel me? And with all the social media platforms we got going on at this day and age, I feel like if you too big or your pride in the way, to hit a motherfucker up on the phone, you know what I'm saying? Then she hit a motherfucker up on social, you know what I'm saying? And I'm petty, y'all. I'm petty. I, I my pride to get in the way, and I'd be like, I ain't finna hit a motherfucker up on social. Motherfuckers already screenshot. Nigga ain't finna screenshot me. You heard me trying to be cool, and you heard me all that dumb ass shit. That man, I'm not with that, y'all. Basically, the moral of this shit is I'm spreading positivity. I ain't on that, y'all. I ain't on that. But the biggest gem I want to give y'all. Because y'all know I ain't gonna keep y'all. I ain't even I, I went to talking so much on a tangent, y'all, that I ain't even talk about none of the topics and the subjects that I had planned for y'all today. I just went in. And it's part because I'm feeling good, y'all. I am feeling good. You feel me on this highlight? J-A-I-A-L-A-I, Cigar City. It's an IPA, 7.5%. It's darn good. I'm a hop head, so you know what I'm saying? I like hoppy beers. You feel me? I don't like none of that Michelob Ultra, that old, that old soft ass shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep that old that that old Michelob shit is for mother. I feel like that Michelob shit is for it's for it's for volleyball players, and ain't nothing wrong with volleyball players, but that's for volleyball players. You feel me? I, I be seeing <laughs> I be seeing all my people in goddamn Louisiana be on Michelob Ultra. I be like, y'all get on my nerves with that shit, dog. Y'all wasn't drinking Michelob Ultra before, dog. Like it's like a fad. You feel me? And first of all, Michelob Ultra was quote unquote too high in my region for my people to be drinking that shit growing up. So you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, you see motherfuckers drinking Michelob Ultra, and then they, oh yeah, some good beers, low on calories, bro. You worry about calories when you fuck around? You eating boudin and cracklings, and you eating cowboy stews and all that shit. They be cooking at them fucking trail rides. And you talking about you drink Michelob Ultra because of the calories? Man, if you don't, man, God, man. I'm tired, bitch. Thank you, Liv. Thank you, bro. Man, if y'all don't get the, man, listen, bro. I'm not knocking you. I'm not knocking you at all. But if you're going to do it, do it motherfucking big. You feel me? You know, why, why, why sit around and drink that old punk beer, man? You might well drink water. You feel me? Every fucking Miller Lite, Coors Light, Michelob Ultra, I feel like every one y'all drink, y'all gonna piss two times. So you sit down and drink six beers, you gonna piss 12 times. You do the math. I ain't lying. You feel me? This good beer, man. This hoppy beer, man. I could drink about a, a three-pack before I gotta go to the bathroom. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's how I like it. And I'm, once again, I'm not knocking you, but do not, do not... Go against my man code and try to hand me a Michelob Ultra, beloved. 
Cause I will, I will politely goddamn karate chop your hand down, and I, I hate to drop your beer on the ground. I'm not disrespectful, but that's just against the man code. Like, ha, I'ma chop you down. And if we in a public place, I'ma be cool with it. I'ma like, you know how them running backs do the love? They slap your hand down when they cutting that corner on you. You just missed them. Try to put your hand on that running back, and they, they slap your hand down. <laughs> that's what I'ma do. You in motion if you try to hand me a Mickey Lowe Ultra? I'ma, I'ma get off me, you know. And I'm going to goddamn see that hole open up and I'm going to head right to the bar and get me a hoppy beer. You heard me? Get me a hoppy beer. And by the time you catch your buzz, I've been caught my buzz, man. I'm not finna play around with you. This 7.5%, man. You sitting there drinking them 4.2% beers, man. Get that to your old lady, man. She driving. That's what she need to be drinking. You heard me? You got a designated driver. Get that to your old lady. You feel me? Drink you some beer, man. You heard me? But yeah, man, hey, I ain't going to keep y'all, man. I, I I was intended for this shit to be 20 to 30 minutes because I'm by myself. But um, I'm at an hour, y'all. I didn't even give y'all no intro with no music. I'm going to give y'all an outro because I'm feeling, I'm, I'm just feeling like that. But um, yeah, man, I just ran this bitch with y'all. And guess what? I'm not going to do too much editing either. You feel me? Like, y'all going to take... Everything that come in this gumbo this week, everything, and I mean that. You feel me? Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for subscribing. Black Aristocrats Podcast, another one down in the books. Stay tuned next week. I'm going to be back with y'all with some more heat, and I'm going to leave y'all with. This is a little single I like, man. This is a little cat out of BR, man, Sean thing, man. You know what I'm saying? He got his own little thing, but I think he also, yeah, he got his own little thing called the Meter Gang, man. But I think he down with uh, SOG too, man. Share with Marty and all them boys out there, man. Some young cats, they doing their thing, man. You feel me? You know, my message to them would be, y'all, y'all heavily, heavily talented out there, man. And even in my hood, you know what I'm saying? Exit 11, y'all talented out there, man. Um, I just hope y'all don't let that shit blind y'all with that fake ass life them niggas be living and thinking that you got to revolve your life around violence. You feel me? Like, if you let me tell it, man, these big record labels, man, they want y'all to, to, to end y'all life like that, man. Y'all sign that little bullshit advance for 50000 and think that's some money. In the back door, man, they got a $100,000 or $200,000 insurance policy on your crazy ass, man. So they, they going to triple off of that when your ass die or when something happened to you because you living like that and you want to show the people you living like that. Hey, man, y'all cut that violence out, man. Stick to y'all God-given talents with God gave y'all. You know, I know it's with this alpha mentality and this alpha world we live in. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to, you feel me? You might have to yeah every now and then, man. You might have to yeah you one. But uh, the moral of the story is, man, y'all use y'all God-given talents, man, and to keep on pushing, man, and, and don't let nobody trick y'all out y'all position, man. And I say that to say this. Black Aristocrat Podcast. Peace, love, and all that other shit in between. You know, peace, love, altercations, confrontations, and bring it right back to peace and love. You feel me? Because you're going to go through that. You feel me? That's how you gain understanding. So that's how I'm going to start ending every show with peace, altercations, and, and <laughs> confrontations, and love. You feel me? So we start with the peace. It's going to be some rumbling in the jungle in between every now and then. And we're going to end with love and happiness because that's all we're trying to get to at the end of the day. And a little bit of financial freedom, baby. But this is Sean Thing, Murder Man Talk. That's a single he got going on right now, man, and I like it. You feel me? Y'all vibe with the youngin. We out here. Black Aristocrat Podcast. We out. The I'm going in and I ain't stopping for a ball. Niggas greedy, my whole team eating, we don't ball hard. Niggas gangsta on that grandma pussy when they lock. I'm tired, bitch. Put it so walk down with a Glock and let it ring out. My mama say she knew I'd be that thing when I first came out. Take AR. straight through the car and take the pain out. My JR. Say, brother, you too raw, this shit gon' pay out. Blood for blood is over us. No, we won't stop till they ain't breathing. Fuck a hand out, they throw it in your face so I don't need it. They been waiting on that pressure. I say, fuck it, I'ma leak it. I don't get no sleep at night, my son be whining, cause he teeth.
I'm tired, bitch. Let them get the best of me. They bought that demon out, they better be prepared for me. Deep in that water, need no nigga to come trap for me. My biggest fear, my nigga smushed me out of jealousy. Me and bad Texas roll, I was fucking up the bread. We went public on my Insta, now we fucking up they head. Told me loud to leave that boat alone, let brother hard head. I went looking tame, VIP, you better not touch the dread. Like Wish the Clips Podcast.